What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That's right. Welcome back to a Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Tuesday edition. That is correct. <laughs> I can never remember what day it is. I know. Of the Nightly they Morning Show. Together. The 87th edition. of. The, I can remember what edition it is, but I can't remember what day of the week it is. That's impressive. Of honestly. the Nightly Morning Show, streamed live from the couch in our apartment, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, on Twitch. Dot TV. Dot TV slash Nerdy Nightly. <laughs> that is correct. All the things. If you're watching this on our YouTube page or if you are listening to the podcast feed, uh, I hope you know deep down in your soul that you could, you could come be live in our chat with all of our friends like Marvelous Bricks who says, haha, awesome intro. Thank you for that, Thank Marvelous you. Bricks. Clarus. Yes. How you doing? All right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a little sleepy, but like... Yesterday was very successful, and like Ooh. you know, we got a good week ahead of us. It's Sucks, be, yes. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I'm also excited <laughs> for Super Mario. There's a joke in Beetlejuice the musical where uh, the guru, like girlfriend character, uh, she's like, anytime you feel down, just do what my guru Pitka always says and say, "Sucks, yes." Sucks, yes. Because it sucks, yes. But if you say it with like a Sucks, yes. But that makes it better. Beetlejuice the Musical, pretty great. I enjoyed it. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I did not sleep well. But that should not be surprising to anyone who has uh, heard me talk about my sleep ever. Uh, since I was a young lad. Um, but yeah, last night, last night I, I had a lot of energy. Oh, all uh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, a lot of... It's funny, I energy. never know in the morning, like, I don't wake up to anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I never know if David went to bed, like, if he fell asleep with me or if he left and came back to bed at 5 a.m. Like, I, I never have any idea. Yeah, oftentimes when we go to bed and then I, I, we, like, cuddle for a bit and then I can't fall asleep if I'm cuddling. Um, unless we're on the ship. On the ship I could. But so, like, there's a point where I'm like, all right, good night, I love you, and I roll over. Yeah. And then she falls asleep. And then at some point I fall asleep or I get up, I come sit on the couch here. I just like chill. I don't know. I just like try and like figure out why my brain is racing. And then, and then at some point it stops racing and I go to sleep. And that is the sweet release of death. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. A according right. to Nolan Pfeiffer saying in our chat, today's National Pizza Day. Ooh. How are we celebrating? Um, we're not. Wait, we're not? But it's it's National Pizza Day. We don't have pizza. You what? know they you know they bring it to your house, right? I was gonna make the soup today. We could have a pizza lunch. I mean, you're not wrong, we could. Do you want pizza today? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, I didn't, but then it's National Pizza Day and Clarus It's National Pizza Day. We got stuff. I I apologize. In which nation? I it's all it's National Pizza Day everywhere. It's it's John Lennon's birthday today. I thought it was yesterday. Also, y'all, maybe that was this morning. I guys, I have no concept of time. I can't remember things. I woke up and it, it, well, I, no, it is John Lennon's birthday today because I want to talk about it on the show. Oh. I woke up this morning, 
I woke up this morning, and Twitter needs to stop doing this. I woke up this morning, and I opened Twitter. And I was scrolling through Twitter, and I got to trending. And in trending, all I saw was John Williams. Now. No. Now. No. Twitter, you cannot just put John Williams' name or Betty White's name. There are a few people who we all collectively know are of a certain age who are also very important to uh, our mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, John Williams is my favorite composer of all time. Yeah, fair. He just is. Yeah. My favorite pieces of music have almost all been written by John Williams. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that he is maybe one of the greatest musical minds in history. Mm -hmm. You cannot put his name in trending and not put like, happy birthday, John Williams, or John Williams, comma, birthday, because I think he died. Yeah, yeah. For and it's real. not okay. There are just certain things you can't, yeah. You just can't. Just in in the trending thing. I know that I know that you don't put it so that people click on it. I know what you're doing. You want us. Twitter wants us to think that John Williams died for a brief moment and only a brief moment because they're not evil. They just want the clicks. But I'm telling you, Twitter, it's not fair. It cannot be the first thing I see in the morning because I'm not awake enough to process. I haven't. I haven't even finished my first cup of coffee of the day. Yeah, it's just rude. I have not yet processed life. And then all I see is John Williams, and I'm sitting there going, what happened to John Williams? Please, God, no, please, God, no, please, God, no, please, God, no, please. Oh, okay, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, John Williams. Happy birthday. You, you have, you are a legend. Yeah. Yeah, a true, a true legend. And, yeah, I think that everybody knows your work, even if they don't think that they know your work. You know? Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling, like, the majority of the people alive have heard the Star Wars theme. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe not. Because Star Wars is not very popular in China. Although they have I run guess. some massive ad campaigns. So they've, I feel like people have at least heard the songs in the trailers. Yeah. Or, you know, it is such a popular thing online that, like, mm -hmm. you know, if you if you spend any amount of time on the internet, I'm sure you've heard it. Mm-hmm. Right? What so, do you think is the best John Williams song? Uh, it's super tough. Yeah. I, I'm this, I don't wow, know. Wow, what a question. Right? It's hard. Because, like, do you go for, like, the Jurassic Park theme? Mm hmm Which is iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you go for, um, the Star Wars theme, the Force theme, which is very similar to the Star Wars theme, um, but slightly different. Mm -hmm. Um, the Force theme is the one that plays over the Twin Suns. Uh, moment. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, do you go Very for Leia's theme, which is fantastic? Uh, do you go for Superman's theme? Freaking, oh, God, that song is so good. Mm -hmm. um, or do you, do you go for something more recent, like Ray's theme? There's a lot of people who really think that, like, Ray's theme is, and, and John Williams will say this, too, mm -hmm. uh, is one of his best pieces of music, and... He came back, because he came back to do all three of the sequels, because he didn't want anyone else writing for that character, because he loved Rey in The Force Awakens so much. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Indiana you know Jones theme. For me, for me, it's none of the above. For me, the one that always sticks out to me is the Hook soundtrack, um, uh, Flight to Neverland, fair. I think. That's fair, too. God. Like, it's... What a life, E.T. It's such a, like, moment... For me, that song, and, like, I've, I've put that song on my iPod for years because it's just, it, 
brilliant. Yeah. Um, like, oh god, I can't like, and you know, maybe it's just like that movie as a whole, which would be fine. But yeah, that that's whenever you, yeah, that's the one that sticks <clears throat> out for me personally. Yeah, it's 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 wild how successful he is. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's he takes he took that to. You know, when you think of people dominating their field, mm-hmm. there really isn't anyone who comes close to John Williams. Like, you could say, like, Hans Zimmer, kind of. Um, Hans Zimmer is more, like, recent. Yeah, well, sure. but he's younger. You know? yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, like, he will he will probably... Cut, uh, he's not going to come close. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No one... He, here's why no one will come close. Uh, John Williams was the composer... At a time when film was really innovative. Yes. And yes. now a lot of composers, I think, are going to struggle to build legacies because a lot of film is derivative of, like, 80s and 90s films right now. Mm-hmm. As 70s, 80s, 90s. And, like, you know, it's tough to, like, put your stamp on Star Wars because, mm-hmm. like, they're still going to make Star Wars movies. You know what I mean? They're still going to make Avengers movies. Um, but yeah. I think Stravinsky wrote the Avengers theme. I'm not sure. Um, I, uh, that might be wrong. Um, but like, it's, it's hard now because everything is IP and everything is like the next edition of something. Yeah. Um, it, we haven't really had an iconic new score. The last, like the last movie score I can think that was like for a new property that truly blew people away was Inception. Yeah. And that was Hans Zimmer. That was Hans Zimmer. Um, and you know, it, it changed movie scores. Like all scores have that like, wow. Yeah. Now, um, because the the Hans Zimmer score on Inception is incredible. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. I just, I agree with you. I don't think that anyone will have the chance to have the same kind of legacy that John Williams will. Yeah, it's tough. For sure. It's, it's Even it's if they're as talented. You yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. John Williams also, oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. The first, the, the, the original Harry Potter themes, the Hedwig theme from Harry Potter is yeah. stunning. Did he do Lily's theme? Um, I think he only did the first two movies. There's two, okay. I don't remember when this thing was introduced. Uh, Howard Shore is up there for the me seventh. for the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. For sure. And look, there are composers 100%. that have, like, great bodies of work. I'm just saying that, like, if you think about the size of the body of work... Yes. John like, Williams, like, his catalog is so vast. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many incredibly popular things. You know, yeah. there are people like Hans Zimmer is known for like this thing that he did or Howard Shore, Lord of the Rings. And, you know, it's not that they've not done other work, but they're kind of known f- mm-hmm. for a thing. Whereas John Williams is known for so many different things over so many different genres. I, I think the difference for me between John Williams and other people is that John Williams can sell out the Hollywood Bowl with his music every year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or, or like John Williams showing up to Star Wars Celebration is is as big for Star Wars fans as Harrison Ford showing up to Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. Like, those things are equal because he's... John Williams has taken on this, like, other life as, like, I don't know, like the grandfather of <laughs> film yeah. score. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Uh, Hammond Taylor's bringing up that Jeremy Soule is one of the best video game composers, hands down. I don't know what he's done. Uh, I love Marty O'Donnell as a huge Halo fan. The Halo score is maybe my favorite film score, or a uh, video game score. Okay. With the coral, um, with the big coral pieces in it, oh, it's it's so the Halo score is is unmatched in a lot of ways. The 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 scope of it, 
the style, the way it feels like space, mm-hmm. it's it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it is, like, human voices. Like, they used a lot... You know, a lot of video game scores don't go with, like, choral music. Right. Um, but they really use this, like... I think it's, like, 60... It's a 60-person choir um, to create wow. these, like, huge dynamic vocal range um, choral pieces. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Jeremy sold the music for Elder Scrolls games, the Harry Potter games, and KOTOR! Kotor has great music. Kotor has very good music. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't actually. I don't know music from Kotor or Halo, but. Yeah, but you've heard a lot of <laughs> Skyrim music. I sure have, which is very good. Um, Swan Lake, Nolan. Mm, I don't no, know what that's that means. that's very old. Yeah. Um. Bop, 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 bop. But, no, that's not Cracker. Well, how does Swan Lake go? I don't actually know how Swan Lake goes off mm, the top of my head right I now. I couldn't pull it out of the air. I should. That's embarrassing. Um, yeah. Happy birthday, John Williams. You you are... I, I One of my dreams in life is to see your Hollywood Bowl show, and I thought that this was going to be the year that I was going to do it. I was uh, I, I was anticipating that I was going to be on the show for 2020. I was going to save a little bit of that money, and I was going to take a trip out to the Hollywood Bowl to see John Williams conduct his music this year. Um, that was literally one of my plans, because I have a cousin out there. I was going to be like, Hunter, we're going, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's not gonna happen. And um, I don't know if it will ever happen. Uh, you know, John Williams is um, is older than I am, and uh, infinitely yeah. better than I am. So, like, please don't take that as a slight, John Williams. You are a, a masterpiece of a human being. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I've, I've always wanted to see him conduct his own music, and I've never mm-hmm. gotten to see it live. I've only ever gotten to watch a lot of video of it. Um, Especially uh, if, if when I think back, you know, because th- there'll be a time when he's no longer with us. And when I think back on like John Williams moments, the moments at Star Wars Celebration after Carrie Fisher passed away, when he showed up to pl- the, the, the they surprised the audience and there was a big screen and the screen pulled back in the middle of a panel and John Williams with, was there with an orchestra and they played a tribute uh, to Carrie Fisher through Star Wars music, mm-hmm. and that video made me cry. That, I, I could watch that right now, and I would cry. Yeah. It would, um, yeah. Yeah. It's well, good. It's so, it was such a beautiful moment. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, like, obviously this year I, is probably not going to happen, but I, he, he he might stick around for a while, and we might be able to make it work. I just don't know <laughs> when I'm going to be able to fly to LA to catch a concert. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. That's I know. more what I'm saying. But hey, if we're here making our own schedules, then... Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we can make it. We'll turn it into content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we get into the news? Mm-hmm. We just did like 15 minutes on John Williams. And honestly, I could talk it. about him for like four hours. He absolutely deserves it. Do you guys want to talk about how good the E.T. soundtrack is for like three days? Um, <laughs> uh. Our main news story today, the big one, the big daddy kahuna, CD Projekt Red, the company behind The Witcher 3, as well as the recently um, uh, released questionably uh cyberpunk 2077 um i say questionably because is it fully out yet we don't know um maybe it'll work one day um and i say that as someone who really likes it and gave it a really good review because my computer could run it but Mm -hmm. uh they've been hacked which feels very cyberpunk yeah truly um it feels like they wrote the script for what is happening to them at the moment um but they were hacked and someone stole a lot of company information. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the official statement that CD Projekt Red put out about the situation. Um, yesterday we discovered that we have become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor... Why has it got to be an actor? Why do they always call them an actor? I don't know. 
Are, are they in the union? No, it's, uh, they're not. Uh, they're not in the reactor. I know, internet, you're going to jump down my throat. Again, unauthorized access to our internal network. Um, I like unidentified and unauthorized. There's a lot of, like, words in this. Collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Capital Group and left a ransom note, the content of which we released to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. I'm glad. I'm glad that you That's good. That you've got stuff under control. This is where this is where stuff gets hardcore. We will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data. We are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We are still investigating the incident. Dun, dun, dun. They're going to catch you, dude. They're going to catch you. They're going to get you, I get you, However, this time we can confirm that, to our best knowledge, the compromised systems did not contain personal data of our players or users of our services. That's the important one. Yes. If you are in their system, like I am, you're safe. You should be fine. Um, mm-hmm. Although I didn't buy, I didn't buy the game through them, so like they they don't even have my payment information. Yeah. They just have my money. Uh, we already have approached relevant authorities. Yada yada. They're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, but I, this is what I really wanted to read. I want to read to you. You're gonna read the ransom note. <clears throat> this is great. Um, this is really great. The, the 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 notice entitled "Read underscore me underscore unlock." It was written on Notepad, and it starts with an at sign on its own in a line. Then, uh, like, 12 exclamation points. Hello, CD Projekt Red, followed by another 12 exclamation points. You have been epically pwned. We have dumped full copies of the source code from your Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3, three exclamation points. The unreleased version of Witcher 3? I don't don't know. What? Pwned! I know, they've been... Epically, I say that like that because it's in all caps. It's in all Pwned. caps. Yeah. We have um we have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. That's a lot. <laughs> it's exhausting to even think about going through it. Also, yeah. we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. But that's nice of them. Yeah. That's nice I of guess. them to like be like, um, but you got us there. Um, <laughs> if we will come to an agreement. So nice. Then if, if we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journal, journalism. Okay. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how you shitty... And see and people see how... Yeah, that's what it says. People will see how you shitty your company functions. Oh, wow. People okay. will see how you shitty your company functions. Great. Oh, God, these guys are freaking geniuses. They definitely graduated high school. Investors will lose trust in your company, and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. Um, I have a couple of notes. Uh, <gasps> I have some notes. First of all, if you're going to send out a ransom note, mm-hmm. you have to make a demand. Um, yeah, I, yeah. You, like, there's no, there's no, there's no, like, cost here. Uh, it's, it's just... I get why CD Projekt Red doesn't want to negotiate with you. It doesn't seem like you know what you want yeah. in this situation. Um, my aunt we're gonna get we're gonna get hacked so hard for making fun of this. No. Oh my god. god no, we're not. No one gives. Should a we just shit put out us. our social security numbers now? Just no, cause... no. My aunt is an editor. I'd love to hear her thoughts on this. Uh, this. This. Oh, you can't copyright letter. this. This is trash. Um, first of all, 
pwned. They spelled pwned P W N E D. This is, it is 2021. Yeah. This is the first time I've thought that time travel is real because I feel like a 13-year-old just got teleported from, like, the Xbox 360 days. Yeah, for, it's, like, 20, 2009 again. No one says like, pwned anymore. No. It, we just don't. Did they leave um, a noob in there as well? No, but they should have. <laughs> they should have. Um, 48 hours to contact us is, is, is a weird time frame um, without, like, a ransom demand, right? Yeah. Because, like, if, if they take the full 48 hours... And then you start negotiating. You haven't told them how much you want yet. So it's not even like they come to the table knowing how much to negotiate with. You're looking at, this is going to be like a week at least process. Mm -hmm. Just to settle on what your demands are. You, you've you got to get in there quick. If you're going to write a ransom note, it's got to be like, we have this. We will give it to you at this time if you give us this much money. By leaving the like how much they're going to pay you open-ended, you've actually set yourself up to undersell it back to them uh, because a negotiator will talk you out of whatever you try and bring up in like a negotiation. What you have to do in these situations, if you're going to hold someone ransom, is you have to have a firm timeline. Pro strats right here. You have to have a firm timeline and you have to have a backup way to make money off of this. And this is the big problem that a lot of people who kidnap or hijack don't realize or hack. CD Projekt Red doesn't actually lose money by you releasing any of this information because... They don't care. The public at large isn't going to think that CD Projekt is a bad company because you hacked them. Now, if you have information like Sony, like the Sony hacks were bad for Sony because it showed that they were racist and like there, there was like stuff in there that was actually really bad. Sure, yeah. But being like this person works, but HR information, you just look like a bad person. CD Projekt Red isn't going to look like a bad person because you know who works for them. Yeah. I don't know. This is weak. Um, <laughs> weak sauce. This is weak sauce. This is poorly written. And you use pwned. Like, it's just so sad. It's so, so, so yeah. sad. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> pro tips you should never follow by David Webb. If you're gonna, if you're gonna kidnap or hack information, what you want to do is you want to set up a firm timeline and have a secondary buyer. The secondary buyer is really important if you want to make money long term. Because here's the problem for the hackers, right? If you release this information publicly, CD Projekt Red maybe takes a PR hit for like a day. And then they bounce back. And all you've done is open yourself up to more avenues for the police to figure out that you did it. Mm -hmm. Because the games journalist is going to have to be questioned on how they got this illegal information. Mm -hmm. Also, games journalism. Like, do you have real contacts in games journalism? Sure. sure. Um, I'm sure they're going to want to post illegal information online. I, I really, I think IGN is definitely going to be in the business of um, your illegally obtained info. Um, you're, if you give it away for free, you're opening yourselves up to get caught. Yeah. Have a secondary buyer. Always have a secondary buyer because that person is legally implicated with you. So they're less likely to turn on you because they paid for it. All right. Wow. Um, popcorn says, why are you ransoming wrong? A New York best time seller. <laughs> Should I write a, a series of novels called, um, criminal advice from someone who's never broken the law? Yeah, as yeah, an that adult, would be, that would that would be great. That'd that's be great. not true. I've broken the law. I've done drugs that like were not legal. Um, that's fair. Um, Dark Dispatch says it's so poorly written. I wonder if they were attempting to disguise their ID. Writers have distinct phrasing. Just my initial thinking. Oh, Maybe it's a ploy. Oh, a hundred percent. I the, it, here's the truth. Pro strats. I'm right joking there. about these people being dumb. They're very smart. They hacked CD Projekt Red. Yes, clearly. Guys, I can't write HTML for our website. Like these people are smarter than I am. 
I'm just having fun with this because it makes me feel safer about the internet if I think that they're dumb. Because Fair. at the end of the day, like, what I know deep down is that there are a lot of people who could, like, completely damage my entire life with a few strokes of their keyboard. And I just have to pretend that that doesn't exist. Hacked. Hacked. Movie hacking. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the NSA. <laughs> Did it. Did it. Nolan says we should make our own book company. Uh, should we? No. Do you want, do you want to be in publishing? No, sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, y'all, in interesting news about the superb owl of it all, um, the TV ratings, superb. the TV ratings, uh, and you know, we, we don't typically talk about, um, we don't typically talk about sports news on here. Um, mm, yes. But we have been talking about this because it does affect, did our stream just shut down? Maybe it's just my computer. Huh. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> that was odd. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, we don't typically talk about sports news on here. It's not typically what we're interested in talking about, uh, even though I do like sports. Mm -hmm. But the uh, superb owl um, was very... Uh, it is always interesting because it is a larger cultural thing, mm -hmm. um, especially with the ads, the trailers. And in this case, this superb owl um, streams to... Uh, Fewer people on television than ever before. Mm -hmm. However, despite having its lowest TV ratings, it actually set streaming records. Wow. Um, and online viewership of the Super Bowl was higher than it has ever been before. And what, what what's important about this to me is uh, talking about this shifting landscape mm -hmm. of how we watch content and how we consume media mm -hmm. and where people are going to consume media. Because right now there is a tendency to undervalue... Um, ads on the internet because yeah. they're seen as less valuable than television ads mm -hmm. which is why a show like philip defranco right on uh youtube his youtube show gets more views daily views mm -hmm. than a nightly broadcast on nbc news mm -hmm. he does yeah. his his 20 minute news show gets more views than the hour-long broadcast on nbc however mm -hmm. the hour-long broadcast on nbc is seen as more valuable time to advertisers and so their show actually makes more money. Yeah. Now, granted, Philip DeFranco is very rich. I'm not worried about him. No, he just fine. bought a, like, $4 million house. Yeah, um, he's good. Philip DeFranco is rich enough that it is in the news when he buys a property. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's, like, goals right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I want someone to be, like, YouTubers, nerdy nightly, purchase a mansion. Um, and I love... I love Philip DeFranco. I've been watching him since the black and white days. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a big, big, big fan of his. Yeah, he's great. But I, I bring him up because, like, his ads are worth less per view than a television show because mm -hmm. people value television differently. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's odd that, yeah. you know, he gets way more views. And so what's going to be interesting is seeing how, as we consume more of our content online, mm -hmm how the costs of those ads change as we start to realize that the the general public watches more online than they do on television. And that is just a fact. People yeah. watch more Netflix. Granted, there's no ads on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But, um, and maybe that's kind of the problem is a lot of the services online where you watch things don't have ads uh, no. if you pay for them. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how YouTube handles this moving forward as like YouTube TV had millions of people um watching the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, technically streaming. It's very interesting. Yeah. I, um, I wonder if that's going to change, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think, I think 
uh, how things how things are right now are just because online media and content creation is so much newer. You know, the fact that anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, obviously, if you're on a cable network, there is a whole team of people behind you, and it's, yeah. you know, um, a process. But now, you we have whole teams of people creating online content for YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that it's just basically a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that, you know, um, given enough time that online ads might actually become more valuable, um, especially because they reach a wider range of people. Yeah. You know, ev- almost everyone, ha- like, has access to YouTube if you, ha- you know, if you have the internet. Mm-hmm. Whereas, we don't know anyone who, like, pays for cable TV anymore, really. We yeah. have it because it's in the house. Not that we pay, we don't pay <laughs> for it. Our landlord pays for cable. Our landlord pays for cable, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, if you want, sure, if you want to target an older demographic, I guess, it, yeah, you, the ads are more valuable for you probably on cable TV, than, mm-hmm. TV than they are on YouTube. But, like, if you're selling cool gaming merch or, like, the hot new thing, you're going to do better on YouTube. Well, the argument used to be that, like, people who watch content online were younger and didn't have disposable income. Um, and Which, so fair, but that's not the case anymore. It's really not. Like, even if I just look at our YouTube, our YouTube analytics, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting because only 4% of our audience on YouTube is female. Um, 96% of the people who watch our YouTube videos are male, which I find very interesting. But the majority of the people who All watch right. our videos are between, um, 18 and 34. Uh-huh. Which is very different from years ago when, you know, we make like Pokemon card content. You'd think that everyone who watches our video is 13 years old. That's not, that's not the case. Um, and so the people who are watching stuff online is, uh, is changing. And the people who are watching stuff online have more disposable income and mm-hmm. are the kinds of people who have jobs and, you know, want to buy whatever dumb thing Mr. Beast boss bought in his last video. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Beast buying a recliner would probably be a better ad for Lazy Boy than any ad they could run anywhere on the earth. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Granted, that's also like free income. Um, and you know, TV, TV audiences skew older, you know, Fox news crushes it in the like 50 to 65 demographic. Yeah. Um, which is great for the grandparents of America. Um, (laughs) but you know, that's why, that's why if you're watching Fox, you see a bunch of catheter ads. Um, which I think is hilarious. Uh, or like life insurance. The John Oliver bit about catheter ads is, is really good. It's very... John Oliver, John Oliver is He's very, a gem. very good. He's a delight. Um, so it's just interesting. It, it is going to be interesting, it, it, especially to see it in something like this, like the superb owl. Um, I also wonder how much of it being streamed was because people didn't gather to watch it this year. Um, mm, yeah. And in, you didn't have big houses of 25 people all crowded around one TV. Yeah. Cause when I used to watch the game, um, it would be like me in a house with a bunch of people crowded around a TV um, me and my friends, uh, we used to do this thing where we would, uh, make jello shots. Uh, I, they would make them. I would drink them. Um, um, in the two colors. And so every time there was a touchdown or a field goal, we would do a jello shot, the color from the color who scored. Right, right. Um, and we always got way too drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause you know, like, cause jello shots are dangerous cause you don't, feel them right away until it hits you yeah it's like a it's like a slow burn and then suddenly you're hammered yeah. uh and so like by halftime every game we would all be hammered and they were all stunt people so they would be like punching and slapping each other and oh god it's wild wild times 
Um, it's just interesting. It, I, I'm curious to see how the landscape shifts as mm-hmm. events like this go online, uh, with things like Dazone, which is spelled D-A-Z-N, which looks like Dazen, and I hate it. I hate that it's pronounced Dazone, but it is D-A-Z-N. I just, I don't like it. Um, but, like, they had, you, you, for, like, $20, you could watch all of the football games on there all season, hmm. which is a great price, honestly. Like, yeah, for sure. Things like that. I, I We're going to start seeing more and more of that, and <laughs> more subscriptions are coming your way. You want to watch hockey? Subscription. You want to watch golf? Separate subscription. <laughs> or get D, uh, or get uh, ESPN Plus bundled with Disney Plus, now with Star and Hulu. Sports. I love that Disney's streaming service is four streaming services. Yeah. Huh. Ah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, I hate it. Yep, I hate it. Y'all, we got one last bit of news for today. Um, and this one is interesting. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Spider-Man 3 and all the cameos and things that are going to be coming up in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those being the uh, former Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Uh, we actually have a update on that because of a comment that Andrew Garfield made, or uh, sorry, that um, that Tom Holland made, the current mm-hmm. Spiderman, yeah, uh, who will definitely be in the movie. Yes. Tom Holland yes. will definitely be in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's who he says won't be. Uh, in an interview with Esquire, he says, "No, no, they will not be appearing in the film, in this film." Unless they have hidden the most massive piece of information from me, which I think is too big of a secret for them to keep from me. But as of yet, no. It will be a continuation of the Spider-Man movies that we've been making. He says they will definitely not be in this film. Yes, that is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. He says they won't be in the movie. Do Mm -hmm. you believe him? No. Good call. No, I Yeah, he's definitely lying, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely lying. I just, like, here's the thing, because they're, like, they're not going to want it to get out. They're not going to want it to get out. I'm sure that they have told him, you have to say no. Well, especially after the leaks that he did previously. Yeah. Like, yes, Willow, uh, Willow Interchessing isn't Holland the one who spoils everything in interviews. Yes. He has formerly been known, him and Mark Ruffalo have been known as spoiling the MCU. Yeah. So, I think that he's doing his best here. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing his best here. But he has also previously joked about having no idea what this film is about, and I'm eight weeks into shooting it. Um, so... What? Okay, so then he's definitely... He either is telling the truth, and mm-hmm. he just doesn't know that they're in the film, or he's lying. Which, Kevin Feige, if you manage to film this entire movie with Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland is never aware of the fact that they're in the movie until it comes out, if you pull that off, Tom, Kevin Feige... You better have a freaking brilliant documentary crew behind the scenes because yeah. I want to watch every moment. I want to watch someone where they're like, all right, uh, Tom Holland's done for the day. I'll get him to his trailer. And they like walk him out of the room. And then like a secret door that doesn't look like a door. It's just like the wall suddenly opens. And Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield like peek their heads out. And they're like, can we come in? And they're oh like, yeah. And then they film their part of the scene secretly behind Tom's back. I want that movie. I, I want the behind the scenes movie so bad. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I need that in my life. That would make That's more money amazing. than Endgame. Oh yeah, that people would pay more to see that than they would the actual movie. Literally, just put a put a poster out. Uh, it's it's the secret filming of Spider Man Three, and it's Tom Holland on the on uh, like up front and peeking over his shoulder, Home Alone style, is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh my god! I would watch that film. This is the content we need every day. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, please make this happen. Yeah, I would just love they're like, hey, yeah, Tom, no, it's just a green screen alien thing that you're talking to. And Tom's like, why am I so emotional? It's just, it's been a tough day for Peter, that's all. And he's like, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. And then he like leaves set and the Tobey Maguire is like, anytime, bud. My Tobey Maguire impression, perfect. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that they're in the movie. Yeah. I, I, I don't buy this. I don't, I don't buy it. Okay, it's well. Fake news. Since, uh... Tom Holland is putting fake news out into the ether. Mm, <clears throat> it's time, y'all, mm, mm. for everybody's favorite segment. Clarus makes up the news. No. Um, I... Do I think that this is a coordinated strategy by Marvel to drum up hype? I don't think it's coordinated. I think that Tom Holland didn't know what to do. And so he just said, nope, nope, they're not in it. Because that's what a lot of actors do. They're just like, I know, they're not in it. Don't, don't even, don't even, don't even go down that road with me. Yeah. I think it's their way of telling the interviewer to stop asking the question politely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just like, no. Clarus um, makes up the news. Um. Here's the thing. You were told at the beginning of the show. I and know. then you said, you I know. said at the beginning of the show. I know, but I can't think of news to make up and also like listen to you at the same time. It's, it's very difficult. Very difficult. Y'all, this is what marriage is. This right here. Hey, I, I... I can't do things and also pay attention to you. No, I just... I can't make up the news. I can't improvise. Then do it now. <clears throat> the news... Mm-hmm. That's, that's the segment we're in. Is that... Um... CD Projekt Red has met with the hackers. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. We've, uh, this is right news since here, the beginning of the show. Right now. Okay. CD Projekt Red has met with the hackers. Mm -hmm. um, we are still unsure of their identity. Um, however, it um, it quite possibly... The, the, their best guess is that um, it's the company Zellers that went out of business years <laughs> ago. <laughs> They're still really salty about all their department stores closing. This is unconfirmed. But Zellers has demanded of CD Projekt Red um, that they provide 17 different warehouses across the country and that they must be filled with silly putty. Why? We don't know. We don't know. This is the, the weirdest ransom in the history of ransoms. So, Zellers, if you would like to make a statement as to why you need this much silly putty, um, we would like to know. You can contact The Morning Show, nerdynightly at gmail.com, and, and we will let our viewers know. Well, Zellers just seemed like the right thing because it's, you know, 2010. Why, why on earth, why on earth? Would Zellers need 17 warehouses of silly putty? This is the big question, guys. I don't chat. Do you, do you have any ideas? Any speculations? Oh my god. I think, I what? think they might be trying to um <laughs> I think they might be trying to 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 create a new substance that they can replace Bitcoin with. So it's not like an online currency. It's a new made-up currency. With silly putty.
In other news, uh, in reaction to Zeller's big move with CD Projekt Red today, Tesla has announced that in addition to accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment, which they are now doing, that is real news, the made-up news is that they're also accepting Silly Putty. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Silly Putty, it's, it's, it's being manufactured into a currency. That's our Putty best coin guess. to the moon, y'all. <laughs> Invest in putty coin right now. You can't do it on Robinhood because you actually have to go somewhere and buy putty. Yeah, it makes it more valuable. Mm-hmm. I hate this so much. You asked for this. Oh, no, I love it. But, like, I just hate the idea of silly putty. Silly putty is just a gross substance to touch. And yeah. the idea that I have to have, like, a glob of silly putty in my pocket that I would have to, like, take out... And then, like, it's... rip off chunks to buy no, things I think, with? No, I think what it would be is they would be, like, vacuum-sealed in very thin packages, like bills. So it's really so inconvenient a... money. Exactly. But it looks really cool. <laughs> you know how we're you know how we're trying to make all money digital with Bitcoin? What if we did the opposite of that? <laughs> yeah. Except that one layer of Silly Putty is $10,556. U.S. So it's actually way easier. No, it's not. That is such a terrible amount of money to have in a bill. You can't buy anything with that. Like, you can't, you literally... You can buy a car. How, so, so it's basically like the gold standard if gold were even more inconvenient. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why Tesla's accepting it. Because, you know, other cars are really expensive. So you just bring a couple pieces of Silly Putty and, like, you're gold. All right, y'all, that was <laughs> I just feel like Zellers is a company that would use things like Pwned, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. I just love that. I, I love the way your brain works. You're my I favorite. I don't understand how it works. I don't either. That was wild. That was insane. You're welcome. Thank you. Y'all, if you like this show and you're on the YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, bring the notification bell so that you get notified whenever things go up here whenever i make up the news whenever she makes up the news that one that one was that one was epically different um uh, you can also watch this live monday through friday 10 a.m eastern here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly uh or you can listen to it on our podcast feed mm -hmm. to everyone listening over there thank you so much uh and you can also catch us playing some video games i play True. uh tuesday wednesday thursday and sunday nights uh late afternoon nights uh here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly and you I'm over at twitch.tv slash Chakaris. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday Except afternoon. Except for this week, there's a baking stream on That's Thursday true. instead of Wednesday. That's true. Um, oh, you're not streaming Wednesday afternoon. No, I'm not. That gives us more time for yeah, the videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, come and bake with me on Thursday. We're also doing a co-op stream on Friday playing we the new are. Super Mario 3D we World. We are. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And then yeah. Sunday to celebrate Valentine's Day, we are playing... Uh, the KFC dating simulator together. That's for right. I, and other, and uh, also, y'all, if we get, uh, I think it's like 43 more subs yes. this week. If we hit our sub goal, which is to get to 150 subs, uh, which means on both channels, there's like 43 subs left this this week. Mm -hmm. uh, on stream Sunday, Clarice is going to dye my hair pink. Mm -hmm. Live on stream. Yeah. You'll get to watch me become... Pink hair. Uh, the, the internet's favorite bi bisexual man. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. that'll be my new tagline. The internet's favorite bisexual man. Um, <laughs> You're my favorite. <laughs> um, as always, y'all. My name's Nerdy, and I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye bye. 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 <laughs> oh man. <laughs>